Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Conor Nesla, and I'm here today with Carlos Gomez. Hola, hola, hola. And Tadeo Gasparetto. Hello, everyone. Tadeo, can you tell us a little bit about today's paper? Sure. The paper we're going to discuss today, its title is Broadcaster Choice and Audience Demand for Live Sport Games, Panel Analysis of the Korea Baseball Organization. It has four authors, Ki-Han Kim from the Seiyu National University, Ho-Jun Sung from the Ishan National University, Ya-Yong No from the National Assembly of the Republic of Korea, and Ki-Moon Lee from the Public Media Institute Korean Broadcast System. So this paper has been published last year, the end of the last year in the journal Sport Management. And as the title says, it's a demand-based research using baseball in Korea. Thank you, Tadeo. I chose this paper because I find it's quite interesting what the authors are trying to do. There are plenty of demand studies in the sports economics out there. And most of these studies either use attendance data or TV ratings, and they try to understand the determinants of this. Right? But these authors, they use Korean baseball data, and they focus on the broadcaster choices of these sporting events. They argue that actually these broadcasters are the main clients of the leagues, and we know very little about the relationship between the broadcasters and viewership. So what I find interesting about this paper is also the setting itself. Let me now explain briefly how the Korean baseball television network market works because it's quite interesting. And the authors exploit this market and its characteristics to build up their story. So apparently in Korea, all the baseball games are televised nationally via pay TV, right? There are two sports channels and three terrestrial channels, and they provide national coverage. What is interesting, they cover almost 100% of the matches. These matches are scheduled from Tuesday through Sunday, and there are five games each day. And these five channels actually have to broadcast most of them. Now, here comes the funniest story. So to distribute the games without arguing and disputes, they implemented a system where there is an order of pick for match selection. So at the beginning of each season, the order of the pick is decided randomly for the broadcasters. So one broadcaster gets to choose first the game that they want to broadcast through their network, and then the next one chooses the second game, and so on. And the week after, it changes. So the same one that picked first will pick second, and so on. And this unique scenario is quite interesting because in this way, actually, broadcasters face the decision every week of which game to put on TV. I think you gave a really good explanation why you chose this paper. Still, for me, it was in the beginning, I didn't know why you wanted to do it. And I think we didn't have a paper before that talked about baseball. Is that right? That is also true. I think because I think we have so. had many different sports, right? We had table tennis, obviously, we had football, we had running, I guess. We also talked about the Olympics, but specifically, we never talked about baseball. So I really don't know, but are you also interested in it because it's about baseball? Not necessarily because it's about baseball. There are plenty of baseball studies, but mainly most of them in the US. This is about baseball also in Korea. So I found the combination of the study pretty interesting. And also the authors, 
they work with a demand topic, but they are not looking at the variables that most studies actually look at. That's why I decided to choose this paper. So, okay, now given this explanation about how the system works, how the market works, um, I'll tell you a bit what the authors are trying to understand. They want to see or to analyze the determinants of the broadcaster's choices. They want to see which factors make for the best television ratings. And they want to put the focus also on this choice of broadcasters, if all of this is correlated. How did they do it? Great. It's my turn. So, well, they had a nice data. It was a single season, but still they had a lot, a plenty of games. So they analyzed the season from March to October 2018. The total of games were 720 matches because they explained that there are 10 teams in the league and each team plays 16 times against each other and they sum this amount of games. They explain why some of them have been excluded, two were not broadcasted, few of them were broadcasted in terrestrial TV channel in Korea, so that's the reason they eliminated from the data set. So a total of 708 games that they inspected in this research. I also like very much this idea about the broadcast choice that for me was super new, I haven't read before, I don't remember papers like this, and I give a great point for the author. So they developed two models. One model, when like a common demand-based research in sports, they try to explain the TV ratings, so the viewership of the games, and a second model where they rank and they try to understand why the channels have chosen that particular game in first, second, third, fourth, and fifth position. So they explain the variables used. So they say that some variables have been excluded for the classical attendance demand. For example, the price of the tickets, the stadium capacity have been ignored. At the same time, they say that income and population couldn't be used because it's nationally broadcasted, as you say. So it would be constant for the older matches. And then they focus on game characteristics and audience characteristics. First model, they use feasible generalized least squared model. Second model, order logic and probit models, considering the distribution of the dependent variable. Variables, the classical variables that we have in demand-based studies like standings, current performance, match, scores, uncertainty of outcome, age, rivalry, salaries, stars, distance. So all that kind of variables that we are commonly seeing in demand-based studies, they did it very well and they could compare and analyze clearly both of the models that they developed. So Cornel, can you tell us what they got? Sure. So first, I think all of us three, we agree that the authors had a really nice data set and did an excellent job on analyzing it. And what I also liked about the paper is that it was a bit, let's say, sociological. So they had those research questions in the beginning where they wanted to respond to it. So it was really structured in a nice way. And what they found is, and this is a result that is, I would say, a bit counterintuitive, is that the broadcaster's choices of games, that how Carlos presented in the beginning, so how they are selected, were really well reflected in the future audience demand for the sport telecast. So that shows you that the broadcasters did a really reasonable and well choice when choosing which games to select. And then there is one more result that I really like, 
But first, I have to go a tiny bit deeper into the data because normally, if you read such a paper, you have all those variables, right? You have, let's say, I don't know, 20, 30 variables. Then you have to go one to the other. But what they did here in a really nice way is they categorized the variables so that predicted game attributes, team attributes, for example, is it now a rival you're playing against? Do you have an all-star? And then that past game attributes, what is my team's rank right now in the league? What is the away team's rank? And then they found that in total, all attributes for current games were significant. Okay, this is really interesting. So the scores and the score difference, those, and if you had an extra innings, those had an effect. But for me, there's one thing that I wanted to discuss with you too, because they have something, and for sure you two know, that's called the tile index. So this measures outcome uncertainty. And I know that there's a huge discussion in demand and sports economics that says, you know, how important is outcome uncertainty? And I'm not sure if we've talked about it, but for you, is outcome uncertainty, which in this paper plays a role, is that important for you? To me, regarding the topic of sports, economics, and the whole debate around uncertainty of outcome, first I see myself, how I choose to watch the games, and to me it matters up to some point, you know. Some years ago we reached to this sort of agreement that uncertainty of outcome matters, but there are other factors that also play a role. For example, I want to watch Atletico, I want to watch close game, but I also want Atletico to win most of the time, right? So in this whole combination, I fit somewhere in between. I don't know enough of baseball in Korea and especially how Korean people approach baseball, but it's, it also has like a social component, right? There's social factors behind watching a game or going to the stadium. And I don't know how important it is for them, the uncertainty of outcome, to be honest. But it makes a whole lot of sense that the authors are trying to understand it also here. Yeah, my opinion is quite similar to Carlos. I mean, I would say for the sports, for the sports teams that I follow, I'm more in line with the recent theory about, let's say, reference dependence. It's like, I follow my team and I want to see my team winning, basically. If it's a sport that I just like the sport, not the team itself, the uncertainty of outcome may play a role, but still there are some other factors that influence sport. The presence of stars or a very intensity game in terms that dispute for title, dispute for relegation, and so on. So there are some other sportive-related factors that influence more my consumption than the uncertainty of outcome itself. What I think is so nice about it is that it's so controversial, you know? So I don't have one explanation that fits to everyone. So this is exactly what we saw here. And also what we find in this paper, because it is not significant, you know? So they say, okay, we have things that have an influence, but the tile index is not one of them. And then there's something else. I'm not going to tell you the result right now. I'm first going to ask you, suppose it's a rivalry. Would this be more interesting for you to watch? Yes, for me, yes, definitely. Uh-huh. So you see, I don't really agree because I think, Carlos, when you talk about a rivalry, maybe you think about Atletico playing against Real, or maybe we think about rivalries like this. You have it in Germany as well between Schalke and Dortmund. Those are true, very prominent clubs. But suppose you have a rivalry between lower league clubs, you know, and something that is not so intense for the whole league, but only for those teams. Would it still be more interesting for you to watch these games? 
I mean, suppose it's lower league team or not as good teams, and there is a rivalry, would you still be more interested to watch it because it is a rivalry? I think it depends if you're part of that rivalry or not. If you're an outsider, if you're part of it. Rivalries, I think they play a role even in the lowest divisions. The thing for me is whether you fit in there or not. I agree. And here, what they find is that rival matchups did not have a significant effect on viewership. So this is something that I think is really interesting because I could imagine as a viewer, I'm interested in rivalries that, you know, are close to my team. So for you, Carlos, maybe a rivalry for Atletico. But maybe if, for example, Gijón has a rivalry, okay, you don't care, you know, because it's not included to your team. So this is, I think, a really nice result. I agree. And the authors also make this clear connection with the broadcaster's choice and the most televised games, uh, which is also very insightful and has some implications uh, for further research. I hope we can get them to show us a little bit more in the future. Cornel, Tadeo, thank you very much. This is everything for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to the weekly sports piece. Stay tuned 